So last week, uh, Scott talked about getting, getting all the bad stuff out of your life, um, getting the things, you know, it's, it's real easy to get the things out that are, are real obvious. You know, I got, I got this problem. Everybody knows about it. It's, it's easy to get rid of those things. But the, the sin, when I say things, I mean sin. When you get the, the bad stuff, I mean sin. So when you, when you look deeper into yourself and you see the sin that maybe no one else knows about, maybe you're the only one, maybe you and God are the only one that know about it. That, that's the sin he was talking about. He, he put it in the perfect, uh, the way to see it. He, he was talking about how, you know, one day you walk in your house, open the door, and you look down and there's a puddle of water there. And you're like, ah, sure, like maybe the dog tracked it in or something. And you keep doing that day after day and you're like, oh, that's just the same puddle of water. It's not gonna hurt anything. You keep doing that and over a year, that starts to add up. And you know, you, you, never, notice, you never notice it any more than that. You just keep going throughout your day. And then one day you open your door and you take a step and your foot sinks through the floor. It's because you let that little small thing, that, that little water damage didn't hurt the first day. But that over time, it started to cause rot and under the layers of the subfloor and all the, all the things under that, it just started to cause rot. And because you left it there, it, it festered and did a lot more damage than it ever needed to do. Like if you were to walk in and say, oh, I got a leak from the roof. Bang, go up there, fix it. You know, your, your problem is gone. So that's what he's talking about, getting, getting the bad stuff out and starting with a good foundation. Because just, just like the church is built on Jesus, if we do not build this church on Jesus, this, this church will completely collapse. If we didn't have Jesus, this church wouldn't be here. Um, so in my, in my personal life, when, when Scott was talking last week, he was talking about, you know, getting, getting the little things out. We always want to look at the big things, the name brand sins, but getting the, 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 the little things, the, 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 the little writing in your life that you need to get rid of. And I was thinking about it, and I felt like the Lord was telling me, you know, you're spending way too much time on social media. And I was like, ooh, like that's, that's a big one. Like, I was like, Lord, that's like my chill time. I like to scroll Instagram. I like to like see what all my friends are doing. I was like, that's, there's nothing wrong with that. And he was like, but you're, you're, you're using, or you're, you're doing that so much that the time that you used to spend with me is devoted to that. And I was like, ooh, like, you know, he wouldn't, he wouldn't pull into punches on that one. And I was like, ouch, you know. So for the next uh, month, I'm going to be like fasting social media and just spending time, spending the time I would with the, with, I would on social media with the Lord and just asking him to, to open up my eyes to other sins in my life. Because I, I, never, I never knew that was there until, uh, until Scott's message last week when he talked about getting the little things out. I would have just kept going throughout my life, but it really hit me like, oh, that's something, you know, I could be spending way more time with the Lord, but I'm, I'm glued to my phone for two hours a day. That's, that's, not, that's not right. And maybe, maybe you're the same way. Maybe, you know, there's something in your life that you're like, yeah, you know, it's not the worst thing, but uh, it definitely could be, could be better. And just, just talking to the Lord really will help you with that. Um, he, didn't, he didn't put us here alone. That's kind of what the message is going to explain today. He didn't put us here alone, and he, didn't, he doesn't expect us to do it alone. So the title of the message today. So Scott talked about all, getting all the rot out, tearing it out, putting new. Well, we're going we're gonna to talk about you know, getting the new, and we're going to start, start talking about building your house. And when I say building your house, I mean... What, what, I'm, what I'm saying is I'm talking about building yourself. And you really never, in, the, in this way, you never stop building your house. Um, I thought about, you know, like we have some older people in here. 
and <laughs> I knew that was coming. <laughs> um, we have some older people in there, and in their life, you can tell they they've built their house. They have they they've built their house. Some of them are mansions. Their their houses expand. They have family to go on. Um, but the Lord wants us to build our house centered on Him. The first scripture to say today. Um, is Psalms 127, 1 through 5. And God's talking about if, if you don't start with him, if you don't start with him in the center, then whatever you're going to build is not going to last. It may, it, may build, it, may, it may last a couple of years. It may last 10 years. But it's, it's not, nothing, nothing without him is worth doing at all. Um, the scripture says, Unless the Lord builds the house, the work of the builders is wasted. Unless the Lord protects a city, guarding with centuries will do no good. So what, he, what he's really saying is if you don't start with me, then if you don't start with a, with a firm foundation on God, you're not, you're not gonna, your house is going to be, it's going to be like a couple of sticks, a couple of twigs put together. He's like, you, you need to start with me. You have, to, you have to start with me and you have to take me with you as you build your house. Um, okay, so... Um, Another thing last week when, when Scott was talking about this, uh, as, we, as we talk about building your house and everything, um, he talked about doing a little renovation. And I was like, oh, yeah. And so, like the social media thing, I was like, you know, I'm doing a little re- renovation. Um, and for some of y'all, you may be doing a big remodel as your house is yourself. So you're doing a big remodel on the inside, which is completely fine. Um, but God just wants you to know that he wants you to start with him. He, he's, he's, he's telling you in the scripture, he says, unless the Lord builds the house. So we have to start with the Lord. Um, so how many of you in y'all, how many, how many of y'all in here have attempted to build a house or, okay, we got one. How many have attempted to do a remodel? Okay. How many regret doing a remodel? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, you know, it's really hard to, to do those certain things because it just takes time, and you say it's going to take one week, and it takes three, and just doing those things is really, really hard, um, but um, the, the Lord does not, as, as, we build, as we build the house of our lives, the house of our lives, he's not saying that we need to do this alone. Um, so, number one, he's saying, keep the Lord as the center of your house, um, Um, so, so as as you build, you, you have your firm foundation on Him, and find where it was. Um, okay, yeah. So, so if Cole tried to build Cole Jones, William Cole Jones, if y'all didn't know, my name's not Cole William. Um, anyways, uh, if Cole tried to build a house on Him, it would. Never last. It would be unlevel. It would be leaky. It would be falling down. Because why? I've I have never built a house physically. Right now, I'm actually building a house for a guy that I work for. But spiritually, I've never built a house. I'm 21 years old. How in the world? I've only done 21 years. My my house looks like a little shack right now. It's it's really nothing. I've, I've literally just began. And so who who would I go to? I could go I could I could go to older people. You know they their house in a spiritual way, is way bigger than mine. They're, they have details, they have trim, everything's painted all nice, for some people. Um, but 
Why would I go? Why would I go to them? Because they've only built one house in their entire life. This house may be it may be magnificent. It may be the biggest house on the block. But why would I go to them? Why would I go to a human being when the master builder, our God, has built millions of houses, and He's every day He's helping do millions of renovations and re- redoing people's lives and renewing people's lives and setting them on good paths. He's He's He is the master builder, and the scripture that goes with that, because I was like, you know, <clears throat> excuse me, okay, the scripture that goes with that is Isaiah 41.10, and it says, I don't know if it's up there or not, but I'll read it to you. It says, so do not fear, for I am with you. Do not be, a, be, do not be dismayed, for I am your God. I will stretch you up and help you. So what is that saying? The Lord, the Lord does not put us on this earth to do things alone, and you know, we sometimes we we think in a very worldly manner. We think, you know, I, I'm put here to to do whatever my job is. I need to make money. I only have a certain amount of time before I die. No, God God does not put us here. He did not put us here to last forever, and He did not put us here to be alone. So you may be asking, uh, in building your house, what has God given us? Um, so a little a little recap on what I just said. So we are the house, and God has given us tools to build our house and to build our house for the kingdom. So first of all, we have to start with God as our center. If we don't do that, you might as well not even build the house. It's going to fall down. It's gonna, you're going to have to restart anyway, so don't, don't, even, don't even try to build your house unless God is centered. And you know, I was going through this, and I was like, okay, so to build a house, you need, you need tools. And I'm like, what has the Lord given us to, to build the house of our lives? He doesn't expect us to come here as a human being and figure things out without talking to him or without him giving us tools. And so the tools he's given us, he's, he's given us three tools is what we're going to talk about today. Um, and the first tool is the plan. And I know that doesn't make very much, very much sense, but when, when you go to build a house, if you just go to Ken's, you buy 20s, 204s, some 2x8s, some screws, some nails, and then you just get out there and you start screwing stuff together, you're going you're gonna to end up with a mess. Nothing's going to make sense. The, the layout's going to be, maybe you know a little bit what you're doing, but you're like, this doesn't measure up, this isn't equal. This is because you didn't have a plan. And he has given us the perfect plans. And I don't know if any of y'all know where I'm going, but he has given us Jesus. The, he, Jesus not only was Jesus a sacrifice to, from the Father into this world to die for our sins, but he was the perfect plan. If, if you look at Jesus, you can, you, you can look and say, you know, how should I be living? What, what should I be doing with my time? Just look at Jesus. Look at how he did it. The, the Father gave, gave him to us to die for us, not only, but to show us how to live and how we should live. <coughs> Excuse me. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to keep going over everything so we, so we know where we are. So we, need, we have to have God as a center. And as we're building our house, we need tools. And so the first tool is going to be the plans, and that is Jesus. So next, um, we definitely need more tools than that. You know, we can have the plans, but we don't have any tool. We, don't need, we need a hammer. I literally thought about wearing like a tool belt today and doing all the things, but I was like, you know, that may be a little extra. Um, but, uh, you know, what, what other tools do we need? Um, so when you're, when you're building a house, uh, obviously you need a hammer. And my opinion, uh, a hammer in a spiritual way is the word of God. And you may be like very confused. And I, I thought about this for a long time, just thinking on it, praying about it. 
And God was like, you know, the, the word of God is like a hammer in the way that a hammer, when you do a renovation, you need a hammer to rip up all the subfloor, take out those nails from the two befores, you know, do a lot of demo, get rid of all the, all the gunk and, and nastiness out of your life, just like the word of God can. And in the same way, the word of God can also put things back into your life. So, so say you rip up the subfloor, you're, you're doing a renovation of your house, rip up the subfloor, take it out, get it out of there, clean, clean all the nails out, all the rusty nails, and then you go to put it back. Well, you need a hammer to nail those nails back in and <clears throat> to, to put back the good, the good and the new, just like the word of God can. It, can. it can tear things out of your life, the bad stuff, the nasty stuff, and it can also put the good stuff back in. So I just want to encourage you to, to read more of the Word because it, it has power. This book right here has outlasted any other book in the world. And people, you know, a lot of people say today that it's outdated, which, you know, looking, looking at how long it's lasted, yeah, I guess you could say maybe it's outdated, but no, not at all. It's, it's more relevant than any book we've ever written, and it's, it's stayed true to this day. Um, and the scripture we have to go with that is Jeremiah twenty three twenty nine. <clears throat> and it says, uh, my word, says, what does it say? Is not my word like fire, declares the Lord, and like a hammer that breaks rock in pieces. The word of God has, a, has power like hammer, a hammer would. It can rip out old things and tear down walls. So scripture literally tells us, I know, I know the Lord isn't really talking about a hammer there, but the, the word of God is, is powerful as in a physical hammer and that if you need to tear things out, go, go to the word. Don't, don't necessarily ask people every, every time, like don't necessarily ask God every time, but go to the word. And, you know, the, the, and, and God will allow the word to talk to you. Okay. Okay, so we got the plans, or first we got the foundation, bam, built on God. We got number one, the plans, number two, a hammer, and number three is a level. Now, some, things, some people in South Arkansas do not know what a level is. <laughs> I've worked on plenty of houses where I, they do not know what a level is. But a level is, you know, the thing you set on a piece of wood, you nail it here, you nail it here, you put the level on there, you're like, oh, that side's low, because it's like this. And you're like, oh, got to bump it up, you know, a level. And in a spiritual way, God has given us a level. Um, just like the hammer, it's the Word of God. The Word of God, uh, you know, if you, ever, if you ever have any questions that, you know, like, you're, you're like, Jesus didn't really go through this, how, how, how am I supposed to do that? Well, Jesus didn't really make a lot of money, what, what is it? Just go to, go to the Word. The, the Bible has so many references on pretty much everything you would ever, any, any question you would ever have. So go to the Word. The, the Word tells us to have a level, level mind, a level life, and to have balance. To balance things, balance your finances, balance your times, your time, and just, just to, to not overdo things, but also don't underdo things. Okay, and the scripture I have to go with that is Proverbs twenty nine eighteen, and the scripture says, "Where there is no revelation, people cast off restraint, but blessed is the one who needs wisdom instruction." So, what does that mean? That means blessed is the person who says, "I am a human being. I am dumb, blind. I don't know. I do not know. I've been. I've been." 
For me, I've been on this world for 21 years. I don't, I don't know what I'm doing. Like, I've seen like a quarter of, not even a quarter, like 1% of the world. And I have no idea what I'm, what I'm doing. And, and the Lord wants that. He wants your surrender. And just, just to say, you're, you're God Almighty. You are my Father. Please bless me with your, with your knowledge and, and your word. And, and he has blessed us. And it's in this thing right here. So we got, kind of quick here. Um, Okay, so those were our three tools. We got a firm foundation. We got the plans, which are Jesus. We got a hammer, the word of God, and a level as the word of God. And now he wants you to build your house. So let's just say, you know, I have all those things. I've, I've, built, I've started building my house. You know, we got the layout. We got, it's in the dry. It's looking good. Um, but it's really hard to build a house on your own. Excuse me. I don't know if any of you have ever tried to build a house on your own, but maybe you can get a couple walls stood up, but doing it on your own is extremely hard. And thank, thank God that God has given us a helper along the way. Um, not just Jesus to die for us and to you know, die for all of our sins and to be a plan, but he has given us a helper, and that's the Holy Spirit. He didn't, he didn't leave us here. A lot of people say, you know, the, the, the days of the Bible being true are over. You know, the prophecies are over, all that kind of stuff. No, he's given us the Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit talks to us every single day. You just have to be willing to listen. You have to be willing to submit your heart, surrender your heart, and say, Lord, I'm just a dumb human. I don't know what I'm doing. And he's going to be like, yes, yes, you are. And yes, I am good. And he's going to bless you. Um, the, the, scripture, uh, the, the Bible says also that a house built on the Lord is blessed. So I don't know about y'all, but I want to be blessed in many ways, like financially, Health, I want to be healthy. I want my family to be healthy. I want all the things. So I want to, be, I want to build my house on the Lord, and I want to be blessed. Um, so that was the last point on, on, that, thing, on that point, on those, on those points. Um, so we got, we're going to build our foundation on God. We're going to have our plans, which is Jesus, and he shows us how to live. We got number three, the hammer, which is the word of God. It can tear things out. It can put things in. We got number four is a level, which is also the word of God because it asks us to keep, keep a level head, keep a level life, you know, have balance in your life. And number four is the Holy Spirit. He's there. When, when you're going through the dark and tough times, he is there for you. He is God in a spirit way. Um, <clears throat> so this is definitely going to be a quick message. I'm, I'm talking fast, but it's okay. I'm sure you all happy. Uh, um. Okay, so we got we got our points, um, but I do I do want to warn you. You know we have we have the helper, as in the Holy Spirit, to help you build your house. But along the way, you have you have friends and family that want to help you build your house. But I just want to warn you that when I when I was going over the, going over this, the Lord was like, you know, not everybody knows what they're doing when they're building a house, and in the same way that can be applied spiritually, when you're when you're building your spiritual house, um, you know, there's plenty of people along the way that say they want to help. And yes, they may be good, but they, not, they, they may not be good for you, as in they may bring temptations around. And so I just want to encourage you to guard your heart on people who want to help build your house. Don't let just anybody build your house. 
So in, the, in a physical way, you wouldn't allow somebody to come work for you if you're building a house. If they don't know how to read a tape measure, you'd be like, yeah, no, I, you're, you would be no help. You would, be, you would do the opposite in the same way that applies spiritually. Um, so we got all the points. I'll list those off. We got our house in the dry. It's, it's, it's built. We're, we're starting to decorate in there. And you got your layouts of your rooms. And when I was going over this, the Lord, the Lord like really spoke to me about people and what they put in the rooms of their house. And I was, I was sitting there going over this, and I was like, what are you talking about? I got, I got my four points. This is all I need. And he was like, oh, like really put it on my heart that what will you put in the rooms of your house? Yes, you can have a firm foundation on God. You can go, go live like Jesus did, all these things. But if you don't put him in your house, if he just gets you know, the back closet, well, then you're not gonna be blessed. We, we don't wanna uh, build this magnificent house and only keep Jesus you know, in the bedrooms. We wanna keep him in every single room. We don't wanna you know, just seclude him to one place. We, we, wanna, we want him to, this is, this is his house. We're building his house for the kingdom. So um, to go back over it one more time, so we need to first, if you're building a house, you gotta start with a good foundation that is on God. Number, number two is the plans. You have to have a plan, and the plan is Jesus. He, he lived in the perfect way, and not that we have to exactly go with those plans, but he gave us, he gave us the, the perfect one, so we need to try our best to live that way. Um, number three, a hammer. The hammer is like a word of God, as in it can tear stuff out of your life, and it can put stuff in. Um, same thing with number four, it is a level, and it is the word of God that it asks you to keep a level level head, just to balance things in your life. And number five is going to be the Holy Spirit, and he, that he gives you a friend. The, the Lord has given us a friend to walk with us through, through our days as we, as we build a house. Um, so yeah, that was my nice quick little message. Um, I got to hurry before the sound man cuts me off because he said, 11 o'clock, I'm cutting you off. So, yeah, I hope, um, I hope y'all really got something from that, mes- from that message. Um, I'm going to pray, and then we'll get out of here. But, yeah, I just want to encourage you to, to think about those five points and that whatever stage you're at, maybe, maybe last week you had to do a complete renovation of your house. You know, start with the Lord. Or maybe you had to tear things out. Go, go to the Word of God and allow it to speak to you. Or maybe you're, you know, you're like, my house is doing just fine. Well, allow the Holy Spirit to talk into your life and take him with you wherever you go. So, yeah, I'm going to pray, and we'll get out of here. So, Lord, we just thank you for this time together. We thank you that we get a building like this, a nice, warm building. And we thank you that we have such great leaders that, um, that have blessed us beyond imagination and that we have such a great team around here that when they leave that we are able to handle everything even, even, even in the tough times when things don't go our way. Lord, I just pray that, um, that these people got something from this message and that they will take it with them and they will live like Jesus did. Lord, we thank you for this time together. In your name I pray, amen. 